Welcome to Pigskin Frenzy on this wonderful Thursday. Thank you for joining us. I'm Joel Norris, and whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, or listening on Podbean, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, leave a like on the episode, and leave a comment down below. If you're listening on Spotify, share around with others and follow the page there as well. Podbean, same thing. If you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. We have Twitter and we have Facebook. Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. All you got to do is type it in there, and you can follow and like the tweets there. You'll get updates for episodes and notifications across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. All you got to do is type it in, pigskin frenzy, like the, like the page, follow the page. You'll get updates for episodes and news and highlights across college and NFL football. Okay. Big day in the NFL. Sorry for the long pause, but big day for the NFL. We're going to tie in, you know, some main three things. We're not going to get to everything in the NFL. Um, before we do this, though, shout out and prayers to tight end Foster Moreau from the New Orleans Saints. He was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, my thoughts and prayers are out to him and his family. And I just want him, I just want to say, keep fighting and, you know, you know, just keep fighting, and prayers and thoughts are out to him and his family. Foster Moreau uh, is a well-rounded tight end and hope to see him back on the field and doing what he loves uh, short, uh, sooner rather than later. So um, prayers for him and thoughts and prayers are out to him and his family. So good tight end, Foster Moreau. But anyway, uh, tying it all in together, we're going to talk about you know the NFL draft. We inch closer towards that date, April 27th to the 29th, uh, live from Kansas City at Union Station. I was just there. It was electric there. It was nice. Uh, I walked to the crosswalk and saw it there. We went inside, walked around it, took a picture with the NFL draft sign. It says, welcome to Kansas City, all that. It was really nice, really neat, and, and cool to be in there. So we're going to be talking about there. And, and also, go and like and heart that pay, heart the page on Twitter and like the post on Twitter and like the post on Facebook um, of the Kansas City you know, Union Station post. So I thought that was really, really neat to go in there. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about the NFL draft. And uh, with one with quarterback Anthony Richardson, he had his pro day at Florida. And we're going to talk about, you know, some things that happened there and some key moments there and update you on the NFL draft uh, as we inch closer towards those dates. Now, we're going to be talking about that. We're also going to be talking about the Lamar Jackson situation. <laughs> um, there's two things as spectators, fans, and as, you know, commentators and, you know, reporters and podcast hosts like myself want to know and want to see. Number one, when is the Aaron Rodgers trade going to be official? When's that move going to happen to the New York Jets? We're still waiting on compensation and deals to be made with that. All we know right now is it's the same thing. Aaron Rodgers is, is intended to play for the New York Jets. We're still waiting on everything to go down there. So that's one. Two, Lamar Jackson scenario. He had a non-exclusive franchise tag. A non-exclusive franchise tag means, or non-exclusive tag means where... You can tag someone, but they can still negotiate with everybody. But the Ravens have the right, or you know, any other organization has the right to outbid that team for your services. So 
We're going to talk about that. We're going to discuss the Lamar Jackson situation, developing story on that one as well. So we're also going to tie it in together with a little bit of, you know, two receivers, DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham. Uh, we're going to, you know, talk about where's where's Hopkins going to get traded to and where's Odell going to sign to call home. We're going to talk about that. They may play together. That's a rumor right at, right now. So we're going to, you know, try to dive into that rumor. It's nothing's official on that yet, but we're going to talk about that. It's an interesting NFL rumor to talk about and talk about scenarios with that as well. So we're all going to tie it in together. Don't leave yet. It's going to be a great episode here on Pigskin Frenzy on YouTube, Spotify, and Podbean. So let's kick it off with the Lamar Jackson situation. Why not? Let's just start right off the back with the big, with the big news, right off the bat. So I'm scrolling on Twitter and social media. <laughs> I'm sitting here just like, okay, listen, I want to talk about something, you know, that's good. I mean, listen, everybody wants to talk about stuff that's good. I mean, everything that we talk about is updates and notification, you know, you know, something to be, you know, denote it's noteworthy. And we talk about things on our show that's, you know, good, right? We all want that. And we're, we, I mean, and I still talk about stuff that's, that's interesting and I, that I find really interesting, like the Odell, Beckham and DeAndre Hopkins rumor, even though it's just clearly a rumor, nothing's really happened. I find that an interesting rumor. Uh, so I want to talk about that later in the show, but I found that interesting. So I'm scrolling, trying to find something, you know, but look, let's get some updates on some stuff. Well, we got an update <laughs> and boy, was it an update. Oh, I scroll and I see where Lamar Jackson was typing on you know on Twitter, I responded to someone on Twitter on social media where someone said, you know, what are you going to cover on the Lamar Jackson situation? I said, okay, well, I mean, I'll talk more about it on Thursday. That was before I saw this tweet from Lamar Jackson himself. I scroll through it, I look at it, I type it in, I look at it, you know, and he says, well, we're going to do a Q and A, but first, let me talk about my future plans regards in regards to my football playing career. I was saying to myself, okay, cool. You know, uh, you know, let's let's look at it, see what's going on. So he said, and I quote, first and foremost, on March 2nd, I've requested a trade for the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, so the non-exclusive tag was there, but now he's, you know, I mean, because the non-exclusive tag, while he is a free agent, quote unquote. The non-exclusive tag brings him back to the Ravens, which in turn, he can ask for a trade if he wants to. Because the non-exclusive tag not only gives the Ravens the right to, you know, to give him some, you know, hey, not you know, notoriety and some free some freedom to go and, you know, look at other teams, to talk to other teams, they still have him and he's still under contract with them. So he also has that freedom and right to trade, ask for a trade. Now, here's the deal. Lamar Jackson is a good quarterback. He, and a lot of people have called him the Michael, the modern-day Michael Vick. Um, and and, and it's, uh, there's some similarities. It's true. He has got, he's, he's got a good arm. He's developed his passing, which is good. And he's, oh, he's uh, lightning fast, obviously. So you want to do a lot of reads with him. You want to do a lot of uh, quarterback draws, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, sweet plays with him. And, and it's fun. He's, a, he's an exciting player. And he's a player that a lot of teams would love to have as their quarterback. So when you look at Lamar Jackson asking for a trade, you, you, you got to think, okay, is he making the right decision? 
Is it what's best for him? Obviously, it's all opinionated. You can sit there and say, oh, it's good for Lamar Jackson. Go somewhere else where he win a Super Bowl, which I agree with that. You need to go somewhere to win a championship. Yes, the money is important. At the end of the day, though, the Lombardi Trophy is what matters. So the money is what matters. You got to have a living to provide for your family and do what's best for your family. I understand that. And that's what Lamar Jackson said on his tweet. He said, I need to do what's best for my family. And I wholeheartedly, I agree. You also have to think about, though, winning a winning a Super Bowl, a winning a trophy, a championship. That is at the end of the day, that is what it is all about, is winning a title. So you got to think, okay, where can I go that fits me best to win a championship? Now, there's going to be a lot of things where, you know, it's going to be like, okay, you can go to a team that's not in the best shape currently, but you're the starting piece of that. So then which means you go to that team, say like the Houston Texans. They sign you. They're probably not in the best shape to win a championship right now, but you sign with them, and then you like, okay, Lamar Jackson just signed with the Texans. I want to go play with him. So then everybody wants to go play with you, and you have stars and players and pieces coming to Houston or any other team. I'm just throwing Houston Texans as an example out there to come and play with you. So. It's okay, you're the starting piece, then we start building around you. It's like a circle, literally, it's a circle. You got to have the right amount of talent with you and a right amount of pieces to win a Super Bowl championship, to win a title. And that's what it's all about, you know? And Lamar Jackson said in his tweet, I want to go to a place where I can feel like I can win a Super Bowl. That's not a knock at the Ravens. It's not a knock. He's just keeping it straight up. He doesn't feel like he can probably win a Super Bowl with the Ravens right now. He doesn't mean that he doesn't regret going to getting drafted by Baltimore. He loved Baltimore. He, he still loves Baltimore. He just feels like he needs to go to a change of scenery to try to achieve what he wants to achieve and win a Super Bowl. So where is that? That's my thing. So where is that? Um, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of places you can name. You can name Atlanta. Even though Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons is planning on signing or not signing up, starting, if you will, rather, Desmond uh, Ritter, the second year now going into second year quarterback out of Cincinnati, they're planning on starting him. Uh, you can obviously name Miami. The issues going on with Tua, the injury woes with Tua Tagovailoa, have been kind of concerning. So Miami may want to look into that. Another one, you can go with the Indianapolis Colts, even though the Colts are planning on trying to draft a quarterback. Now that they don't have the number one pick, you can scope back, and now that Lamar Jackson is trying to get a trade in, you can think, okay, you know, we can try to pick him up you know, and try to, he can be our guy for the future and see where we can land. Because the Colts have been trying to get somebody since Andrew Luck has retired. And the, the quarterback woes for them have not worked out. Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan, two good quarterbacks, are just not really good fits with Indianapolis. They need coaching, they need management, and they need the right guy to lead them on offense. So maybe Lamar Jackson's that guy. Who knows? But yeah, there's a, there's those are the three teams that I've been looking at with Lamar with you know with Lamar Jackson, and who knows? Trades have been requested. 
but they haven't requested, and that's it. Usually they go through. Usually the trades do go through, and a player like Lamar Jackson could go, you know? This is basketball, but Kevin Durant went to the Suns. He asked for a trade, and a lot of people were saying, go to the Suns, go to the Suns. He says, I want to go play for the Suns. It happened. Snap. He went to the Suns. So I know that's basketball, but a lot of athletes, when they get trades, it usually does go through. However, there are some that don't. You you request a trade, and then it's like, okay, we're sitting here waiting, waiting, and waiting, and you're like, you know what? We can't make a trade work. I'm sorry, you know? So what do you do now? You either tough it out, you play through the one year of the non-exclusive tag or a tag in general, or you get cut. So it's it's one of those things, you know? Um, we don't know what's going to happen. Those are the three teams that keep coming up for the Lamar Jackson trade. I think it's a very interesting thing, really. I think Lamar Jackson going to a Miami or Lamar Jackson going to a Indianapolis Colts would intrigue me well. I don't think the Atlanta Falcons would be as interesting because, yes, it's 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 cool because you got a modern day Michael Vick in an Atlanta Falcons uniform, which is really cool. But at the same time, it's not intriguing and not really the kind of trade that I would make if you want to win a Super Bowl. Because not taking anything away from the Atlanta Falcons, they're just not in prime position as of now to win a championship. They need some pieces around them before they can get you know anywhere towards you know contention. So yeah, I would say it would be a boost for the NFC South division for them. And that could help them. Lamar Jackson playing for the Falcons, that could help them and get increase their chances, but they need more to help out Lamar Jackson. Miami would be an interesting one with a trade already trying to go down with Aaron Rodgers. You get Lamar Jackson involved with the Miami Dolphins, Aaron Rodgers with the Jets, Matt Jones with the Patriots, and then you get Josh Allen with the Bills. That division is active. All right, the AFC East division is active with the Dolphins, uh, Jets, Patriots, and Bills if you throw in Lamar Jackson in the mix. It's already active now, but you throw in Lamar Jackson, it's even more active. So I think that's a good, you know, good proposition there. The Dolphins, I like that one a lot. Uh, the Colts would be my second choice, obviously, because the Colts need somebody there. And, I mean, it fits. It's, it's a good fit. It's... It's it's not like a Mike McDaniel fit, but it's a fit to the point where you know he you got some pieces around you to make work. Oh, you know Jonathan Taylor, and then you have you know you have you have Lamar Jackson there as well. So it fits. The offense needs to run around. You need a few more pieces there, but not too many until you're in contention. But you need a few more pieces in Indianapolis. If you're in, if you go to Miami and you trade Lamar Jackson to Miami, you're ready to go. I mean, you got Tyreek Hill, you got uh, you got Jalen Waddle, you have I mean, you have uh, pieces on defense now that could help that offense out, get some rest and stuff. So it's a lot, man. Miami would be a good fit for Lamar Jackson there, and you could add some speed to that Mike McDaniel offense along with Tyreek Hill. You think Tyreek Hill's fast? You you add Lamar Jackson to that mix watch out. I mean, you got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and Lamar Jackson, three of like of the fastest guys in the NFL on one team. I mean, something to think about there. Lamar Jackson requesting a trade from the Baltimore Ravens. Very interesting. And we'll have more updates on that as we continue to go along 
here on Pasty and Frenzy. Now, let's talk about some more rumors with Odell Beckham and DeAndre Hopkins. Now, Odell Beckham is an interesting case at wide receiver. He's a free agent and was a free agent all season long. He got hurt in the Super Bowl against the Cincinnati Bengals, Super Bowl 56, about a year and a half or a year ago. So, yeah, he became a free agent last season. He did not play at all while he was recovering from his torn ACL. While he was ready by October, November, around there during the season, he did not play. He just sat out and was scoping out, you know, okay, who am I going to play for? Who's the right fit for me? So then Odell Beckham, you know, we all thought, okay, the Dallas Cowboys were an option. We thought, okay, we thought, you know, that was going to be one. We thought, you know, with the Packers at one point, we're going to be one with Aaron Rodgers. Then we think a few weeks ago, the Jets would be something to look out for. Odell Beckham going to the Jets with Aaron Rodgers there. So that would be really cool. We thought the Giants, him going back to the Giants was a huge possibility. We thought him him going back to the Rams was a uh, good possibility too. So now we're looking at, you know, we're looking at, you know, where's he going? We're kind of like pausing for a little bit just to think and process where he's going. I'll get to Odell Be- back to Odell Beckham in a minute. DeAndre Hopkins, another elite receiver, um, played for the Arizona Cardinals, got traded from the Texans to the Cardinals. He's played there for two, three seasons there. Now it is on the trade block once again. He has sunk, uh, he has sought permission from the Arizona Cardinals to get a, you know talk to other teams about a trade. So the Cardinals are in trade talks about DeAndre Hopkins there. DeAndre Hopkins would be a, a massive pickup for any team. D-Hop is one of those receivers that, okay, you look at him and it's, you know, one-on-one covered. You know, most guys aren't going to, you know, aren't going to catch him, aren't going to cover him. He's going to catch him. He's going he, he's gonna to beat you out. Uh, you got to really, really put a press man when you're a DB on DeAndre Hopkins. You got to cover him, you know, and lock him down hard. You may have to double team him. Uh, you may have to have two two DBs on a right on a wide receiver like him to make sure okay you get in turnover or he does not catch that football. Most of the time, he does end up catching a football. So DeAndre Hopkins is just too good of a wide receiver. So anybody who picks up a DeAndre Hopkins, including when you're running a slant route or if you're doing an RPO or if you're doing a a long long out route. D-Hop is your man, and he is your guy to go. If you're doing a crossing route, going back to Odell Beckham, you need a guy with a good cross. Odell's your guy. I mean, if, you, if you've if seen him do, you know, epic, he has good epic one-handed catches. You know, the that big thing that he did with the Giants back in 2016. I mean, he does catches like that still. He is still an elite receiver, and he's still – a receiver that needs to be sought after. I mean, I would have an Odell Beckham on your team. I mean, obviously. I mean, he's a he's a good receiver. So the rumor that I've heard from Albert Greer, he is a journalist from Sports Illustrated. I've been reading it on Twitter. Uh, this is per Albert Greer from Sports Illustrated. He covers the NFL and is an, an amazing journalist. Go read his stuff and go follow him. He is, like I said, shout out to him. Got some good stuff, and he, he he reports really, really good for Sports Illustrated. So, per Albert Greer from Sports Illustrated, DeAndre Hopkins 
and Odell Beckham, the Chiefs have their sights set on either Hopkins, Odell, or possibly both. Okay, start off with the Chiefs going with after Hopkins. Amazing trade, by the way. I don't know who you really trade for him because you've already got a good receiver in Kadarius Toney. Um, you already got uh, Marquez Valdez-Scandling. Uh, um, he's a good receiver. You got Travis Kelsey. I mean, you got some good players there. You obviously got the best quarterback in the in the, in the league with Patrick Mahomes, and you got Super Bowl defending Super Bowl MVP and his, the defending Super Bowl champions there with the Chiefs. But I don't know who you go after. It's really hard, you know. It's really hard that you know to, to figure out who do you trade for Hopkins. You trade maybe a first rounder or a second round or a couple of second round picks. So a second round or third round, you trade some draft picks, I would assume, to get a DeAndre Hopkins there to Kansas City. But let me tell you what that means. It means that you got a Kadarius Toney, a Valdez Scanling, and a Travis Kelsey, and a D-Hop where you can go with anybody. That's a hard lineup. Then you got an Isaiah Vachenko, and you got rotating running back, win healthy, Clyde Edwards-Elair. Mahomes will pick people apart and he picks people apart because he's an assassin he's an assassin type quarterback he can pick people apart through the air deep ball middle short passes you know no look passes sideways sideways arm passes and he can beat you with his feet so he's like an assassin out there he's lethal you don't know what he could do so you you give him you pair him and De- deandre hopkins together what is that going to do for anybody that plays for the Chiefs? Same thing with Odell Beckham. You get an Odell Beckham, and Odell Beckham's good with crossing routes. You you rest assured that with Andy Reid's offense, you know they're going to run more crossing routes with Odell Beckham, and Odell Beckham's going to catch him, and Odell Beckham's going to be, he's going to get some points out of that. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. It is. It's going to be tough. But now think about this. DeAndre Hopkins and Odell Beckham both playing for the Chiefs with Mar- Marquez Valdez-Scandling, with Kadarius Toney, and with Travis Kelsey, with Patrick Mahomes throwing to him, and Isaiah Pachinko in the background, and as long and, and as well as Clyde Edwards Lair. Pauls, just close your eyes and think about that lineup. I'm closing my eyes right now. Think about that lineup. I see about three or four more Lombardi trophies. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. I see about a few more Lombardi trophies in the mix. Odell Beckham's already a Super Bowl champion with the Los Angeles Rams. D-Hop's trying to seek his first. Kelsey has already won two. Uh, uh, Mahomes has already won two, so you got to think about that. I don't know, man. It's and I was talking to my uh, my I'm a family guy, so I talked to my parents a lot, and I was talking to my dad about this, and he was thinking if this happens, who could stop them? That's too strong of a lineup. Who gets them? Maybe Josh Allen, maybe Joe Burrow with the Bengals. I don't know. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. It's too tough of an ass to get both. Too, both, too, too tough of an ask to get a DeAndre Hopkins and an Odell Beckham on the same team. However, could it happen? It's a possibility. Anything's possible. Never say never in anything. 
Will it happen, though? That remains to be seen. I don't think it does, but it's a possibility. Do I think they could land one of them? Sure. Is it still a strong lineup? Sure. Is it an indestructible lineup? Probably not. You land Odell Beckham along with the hop. Is it an indestructible lineup now? Possibly, yeah. But will it happen? I don't know. I, I think it's one of those things where it's a good rumor. It's a good scenario to talk about. And, 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 you know, and let me know what y'all think. That's a good thing to talk about. Some scenarios of what ifs. And that could be a segment we could talk about on, on the show, create our own pigskin frenzy segment of what if, because it's like, what if this could have happened? And what if this happened? So it's always good to make predictions and see, but we never know until it actually happens. So, that's the rumors going around with DeAndre Hopkins and uh, Odell Beckham. Uh, the favorites for right now for Odell Beckham uh, considerably are the Chiefs, the Jets, and I would probably say the Cowboys. You can still throw the Cowboys maybe in there as a as a, as a longer term shot now now, but maybe the Jets and the Chiefs. But DeAndre Hopkins, you can say the Bills, the Falcons, and the Chiefs, who I've been hearing for D Hop, are rumored to be trading for him or favorites to land him in a trade. So good receivers, elite receivers there. I I would say that those are some some good pickups, if any on top, you know, on track to win another Super Bowl trophy. So, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Good rumor, and uh, that's interesting that uh, he reported that, that the Chiefs are wanting both or one of Odell Beckham or DeAndre Hopkins in a trade and or free agency signing. So, moving on, we're going to talk about the NFL draft uh, the tie for hanging together to end the episode. But the NFL draft is coming up, like I said, April 27th to April 29th. It's, listen, today was a good day for prospects. Uh, we're going to talk about most notably Anthony Richardson. Now, Will Levis the other day had a, you know, heck of a pro day. He, you know, threw bombs down the field. Um, a lot of scouts were impressed with his work ethic, his accuracy, and his deep ball. And he's got, He's got the head for it. He's got the head to be an NFL uh, professional quarterback. So you got to think, okay, who's the guy to give him the competition? Because here's the thing. If you look at the quarterbacks list now and the, the quarterback class in this draft, you think about C.J. Stroud, you think about Bryce Young. Those are one and two, okay? Don't know who's one yet. Don't know who's, you know, two. It's looking like CJ, like I said, I keep saying this, but it's looking like CJ Stroud is leaning more towards the number one pick in the draft and the number one quarterback taken off the board. You think about that. Those are one and two, though. Bryce Young and uh, CJ Stroud. You think about that, and then you think about, okay, who is number three? Who's the third quarterback taken off the board? We're in a competition for that right now. Uh, Kentucky quarterback Will Levis, uh, through the other day. He was impressive. And today, Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson threw today. He had impressive numbers. Forty, uh, He ran another 40-yard dash. He was good there. His vertical was impressive. His, his accuracy, his throwing was impressive. In college, it was kind of skeptical on, okay, is he a top quarterback in this class or is he a uh, a, a Saturday pick or a, a you know one of the you know one of the backward back end quarterbacks being taken? But he surprised me in the combine. He surprised me at this pro day. He's thrown and 
he's putting up some numbers. He's he surprised me a little bit. He threw a big 74-yard pass today, almost tore a ceiling, tore, tore, tore a hole in the ceiling. It almost hit the ceiling. It was so high and so deep. An amazing throw by Anthony Richardson um, there in pro day today. And in my, my mind is this. If you're looking for right now, based off of the numbers, who could be the third quarterback taking off the board in Kansas City come the 27th to 29th in the draft, you're looking at Anthony Richardson right now and thinking, okay, that's really impressive. If you want the accuracy and deep ball and the athleticism, you're looking at Anthony Richardson and thinking, okay, that's a guy that I may consider leading my team in the future one day. But if you're looking at technical aspect and smarts, you're you're really impressed with Will Levis from Kentucky. And, And Will Levis is no slouch. I mean, what he did uh, his first year at Kentucky was nothing short of impressive. He led Kentucky to a a Citrus Bowl uh, that year and went into a 10 or 11 win season with Kentucky. So he was a good quarterback and good technical quarterback. And if you want a professional quarterback that's technical like that, you go with a Will Levis and you think, okay, he's our guy. But if you want the athleticism who can run, who can also throw a deep ball at the same time, you're looking at Anthony Richardson. After he made that throw, another part of his athleticism, he it was funny because he did a he did a backflip after landing a uh, I think it was it was either a backflip or a front flip, but he did a backflip backflip or a front flip nonetheless after making that throw. He's impressive, man. He's been impressing me in, with the combine. At first, one of the first episodes I did with Pigskin Frenzy, I was thinking to myself. No, he's not the number one pick, or he's not the number one one of the top quarterbacks taken. But I'm kind of changing my tune with him right now. He is looking like he's the, he's one of the top uh, quarterback choices in the draft. He may not be number one overall pick, and he may not be the top two quarterbacks taken. But he's enough. He may be in line to be the number three quarter, the number the number uh the, the third quarterback taken rather in the draft for 2023 so it's really interesting and it's really interesting to see what's been going on in this draft with some of these guys um I mean, we have a lot of guys coming in. We have the tight ends. The tight ends are really impressing me in this draft. I would say the two top tight ends in the draft are Dalton Kincaid from Utah and Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. Uh, There's a lot of tight ends, and I've been hearing a little bit about the Cincinnati Bengals taking one of those tight ends. So if we're moving on to that discussion, I mean, you can either go with Dalton Kincaid to help out Hayden Hurst, or you can get with Michael Mayer to help out, you know, and add another weapon to Joe Burrow's arsenal there with Jamar Chase, Hayden Hurst, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. You add some more weapons there. Uh, you either go with the offensive line route if you're a Bengals fan, or you, you know, I would worry if you're a Bengals fan, I would worry about the offensive line, or I would worry about a tight end. So a tight end would be good there as well. But Dalton Kincaid and Michael Mayer are the two top tight ends in the draft. Their numbers have been off the charts, and they've been impressing me so far in this NFL draft. Uh, Like I said before, I'm really high on Nolan Smith, linebacker from Georgia. He was having a a dominating season before he injured his rotator cuff uh, midseason in Georgia and was ruled out for the remainder of the year. Uh, He missed uh, the playoff run and back-to-back national championship uh, for Georgia, but he was still with the team and supporting them there. But Nolan Smith and, and, and a name to keep an eye out on. He's a a really good, precise linebacker. He makes smart decisions. Uh, 
when it comes to uh, rushing the quarterback and being patient into, okay, do I need to pull out and uh, go and start covering and go up into the middle? Or do I need to just go tackle it head on and go straight and shoot for the quarterback? So he's really, really good. He's a patient linebacker. He reads the he reads the, uh, the line well, and he reads the quarterbacks well. So Nolan Smith's a smart and patient player, and he's very underrated in my opinion. And I would take a look out for linebacker, Georgia linebacker Nolan Smith in this coming up NFL draft. So those are just some of the prospects and some of the updates that I have for the NFL draft. Again, uh, I'm probably, what I'm most most likely going to do is do a full week of NFL draft coverage coming up on April 27th and 29th and do a Tuesday episode of the NFL draft and do a Thursday episode of draft day for the NFL draft. So it's interesting to look at and it's interesting to see everybody, you know, working hard to get ready to, I mean, you know, become professionals and have their lives changed with any organization that picks them up. So I would say, you know, good luck to everybody still and continue to work hard in your prospective pro days and get ready, you know, get ready. It's a life-changing moment for everybody and it's a life-changing moment to become an NFL football player. So, those, that was, those were my prospect updates, and those were my updates for the NFL draft. Again, if you're leaning more towards athleticism in the quarterback world for you know the pick to see who's the third quarterback taken off the board, you're picking Anthony Richardson. If you want more of a technical and decision-based, long-term type quarterback for you know just who acts on technicality, you're looking at Will Levis from Kentucky. So good uh, good choices to be made there. We don't know until draft day happens. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. That's all we got for Pigskin Frenzy today. Again, big thank you for everybody taking some time out of your Thursday to sit back and watch and listen to some NFL draft coverage presented by me. Now, if you're on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, leave a like on the episode, and leave a comment down below. If you're on Podbean and listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Spotify, same thing. Share around with others and follow on there as well. Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. All you got to do is type that in, follow the page there, like the tweets, and you'll get updates and notifications across college and NFL football and updates on episodes. Facebook, same thing. All you got to do is type in pigskin frenzy and you'll find it. Follow and like the page there, leave a review, see what I've done, you know, that's either bad or good, helps me improve uh, pigskin frenzy and helps me improve the show. Uh, you'll get updates and notifications across college and NFL football and updates for future Pigskin Frenzy episodes. A big thank you again for taking some time to sit back and listen and watch. I'm Joel Norris. We'll be back Tuesday for another edition of College Football Edition of Pigskin Frenzy.